0: I long for acceptance and approval and affection and blessing and affirmation, and I I started to realize that God was being that for me.
1: Welcome to The Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. This podcast is here to advance the revolution Jesus started. A revolution of the free, the firestarters, the troublemakers, and the zealots. I interview people who I think are awesome, who have heard that revolutionary call and are going after Jesus with their whole heart. If you listen to this show and join our community, I know God is going to speak to you. I believe God wants to change the world through you, through your unique gifts and talents He's given you. This podcast is here to be a voice of encouragement in your life, a voice that says, with God you can, and with God you will. Let's get rolling. The Kindling Fire has a new YouTube channel called The Kindling Fire. There are resources there you can get no other way to help you grow through the power of God's Word. These are scriptures that have transformed my life. I'm offering all of it to you so that you can truly go through courses, intentional courses, to get you transformed and moving in a powerful direction for God. Go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. Today on the Kindling Fire, I am looking at the shining happy face of Chad Zook. Thanks for coming on the show, Chad. Yeah, my pleasure, Troy. Uh, you may know him on Instagram, at a new kind of man. Uh, he is uh, a pastor, actually, in Duluth. Did I get that right? Duluth? Dublin. Dublin. Not Dublin, even close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in Dublin, Georgia, and yeah. the Dublin Bible Church, where you've been a pastor. How long have you been a pastor there? Nine years. All right. Yep. So so you would be considered a professional now.
0: <laughs> oh, I am a novice, <laughs> learning every day. So we're I the... have officially nothing figured out. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of not having anything figured out, we're going to be talking about a topic today that is um, near to both of our hearts. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm telling you what, uh, if you're a dad, and even if you're a mom, you guys, you've got to just stay with us because you're going to learn some lessons here about how God interacts with us as parents. So so I'm going to start off with a question for you, Chad, and that is um, you brought up a concept actually on another another podcast where you talked about God fathering you as a dad. Can you describe what you meant by that?
0: Yeah, oh. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of the backstory of my life first. My parents divorced when I was four and uh, not the happiest of stories. My dad had custody and my mom was off kind of doing her own thing for a while. And eventually coming, she came back years later, but it was still, things weren't reconciled. And because of that, I had all sorts of brokenness and and I, I felt like the middle child, I was the middle child, but I felt, as the proverbial middle child and I felt disconnected from both my mom and my dad. And I felt like I was kind of lost in the mix that I had nothing to offer them that would garner enough attention from them. Uh, things that I needed, I longed for acceptance and approval. I was starving for it. And, uh, so I didn't grow up in a Christian home and it wasn't until I actually became a father and some friends of ours invited us to a church that uh, that i realized that i had just all of this brokenness then i was about to i felt like i was going to pass that on to my son and i was in the navy at the time my wife and i had been married for a couple of years and i started to also realize that i was actually hoping that she was going to be the one who was going to be healing all my wounds and that she was going to be the one who was going to be able to give me all the acceptance and all the approval that i needed And then after uh, the birth of my son, it it just hit me like a ton of bricks that I had nothing to to offer him. And then God had ordained that moment to to bring me in relationship with him. And I I gave my life to Christ. And then after that, some beautiful things started to unfold that all of the things I longed to be for my son, that I started to have an awareness that God was actually, he was already that for me. I longed for acceptance and approval and affection and blessing and affirmation. And I I, I started to realize that God was being that for me. And he, he had been that for me the whole time that He was pursuing me and that I was resisting Him. Mm-hmm. And then once I submitted to Him, then still then trying to, to be a father to my son. I was just literally mimicking the same thing to my son that God had revealed to me. Yeah. So I had longed for acceptance, and I was get I was getting acceptance from God. No more was I the middle child. I was accepted, and I was blessed, and I was approved of by Him.
1: Yeah, I want to just highlight that the Lord's process with us, and this is uh, moms and dads, is an mm-hmm. on-the-job process, and. And that feeling that you're feeling like, I don't have what I need, and I know I have the potential to screw this up, right. but I don't really feel like I have the potential to get it right because I don't know what to do, Right. Um, that that um, for many of us is by design with God, meaning that you will be more dependent on, God, I need your help. Go left, go right. Speak up, shut up. You know, all yes. those little navigating points. and. And people get upset with God because they're like, well, that just seems cruel to throw you in the deep end and then be like, just hold on, I'll help you swim. I'll teach you how, you know, versus will you just tell me everything and then I'll kind of take it from there where God just doesn't do that.
0: (laughs) Right. And I'm so thankful He doesn't. And, you know, you say the deep end. Sometimes it does feel like the deep end. Sometimes you, you, you get in over your head, but the beautiful thing is we're not alone. Yeah, so so it isn't the uh, like I learned how to swim it was my stepfather, literally very large man threw me in a lake and then had me swim back to shore or swim back to the dock. And it was that's how he taught me how to swim. And that's not what God does for us. Hmm. We're, we're in the deep end, but he's with us. We're yeah. loved while we're there. He's shaping us while we're there. And ultimately, he's teaching us day by day, moment by moment to depend on him.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's so true. So there were some um, thoughts that I had about um, you know this concept of God fathering us. Mm-hmm. Um, what? So one of the areas that you brought up very clearly was, you know, I felt I felt like the proverbial middle child. I felt invisible, not loved, yes. not you know all those components. How did God father you and and show you that that love of a true father? as a dad like what what kind of uh, not only in your salvation mm-hmm. obviously he did it that way but even beyond that
0: well you know the word says that perfect love cast out all fear and i would say the big the big thing that i that i had in my life and that i believe was passed down generationally was just the spirit of fear and i was fearful and i didn't have all of those components from my dad affirming me to teaching, you know, teaching me uh, as best he could unconditional love. And it's the unconditional love that casts out all fear. So I was held captive to that fear. Mm. And so, in the midst of that, with the acceptance and with the approval of God and knowing that, that I'm, I'm blessed as his child, and just, I didn't even know the, the theological framework around adoption, but I felt it. And mm-hmm. then I didn't have to fear anymore that I was already in the family of God. I had nothing to fear because I was already there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then as I was, then, you know, as God is fathering me while I'm trying to father my son, then I was just trying to mimic these same patterns and behaviors. Mm-hmm. Of course, imperfectly, <laughs> but yes, trying yeah. to mimic that with my son at the time. So that was the... The thing that I realized in fear, and that's still been the wounding that, that I've, even in my walk with Jesus, and my work with men, and even till this year, there was another element of fear that, that was not there because of, of wounding of my father, but other wounding that, that God unraveled and he showed me and that he healed me. So that's something that's really been woven through my, my whole life now, but I thought that I was completely over it. Uh, just the, the fear element, but that love and acceptance it brought me in, and it, it did cast away the fear. Mm. To where then i i didn't have to uh, I didn't have to respond in the way that I was responding. Whether to to girls in high school, I mm. I actually feared them, so I tried to control them.
1: Yeah,
0: I actually feared the nearness of my wife when we when we got married. We both got married. We were 19. I feared that that nearness, so as soon as we would get a little bit closer, then I would pull away.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, man, that's, oh, there's so much there. Um, I'll I'll say this in that uh, our personal victories as dads and moms becomes our children's starting point. Yes. And um, it doesn't mean they're going to be sinless and, you know, it, it doesn't guarantee things, but it gives them a starting block that says, you know what, you don't have to start behind the starting line. You can actually get up to the starting line of your life without a bunch of baggage that, you know, mom and dad have kind of thrown in your way just to get you started in life. And and what you just described, you know, um, you know, maybe, you know, with a, a hurtful mom relationship or whatever, you know, you can get in those weird male-female um, patterns. Yes. And, and that's not something you... This is something I actually really strongly believe is that the devil knows that. And and it's not something you teach your kids, but you'll find things that are unresolved in your heart or life will start to manifest in your children. And that's where the hard work as moms and dads is, is look, you've got to, by the grace of God and anything else you've got to do, <clears throat> overcome that so that there's there's something that you, you don't pass that stuff on. Does right. that make sense?
0: Yeah, it makes total sense. I love the the starting line. I mean yeah. that's what it is. And you know, I say it in a little different way, it's the same meaning it in in just it, it, you know again, a very similar meaning but just different words is well, I just want my kids to have a better starting point than what I had. Yeah. And in, instead of a starting line, it's like I just want them to have a better life. I want them to have better relationships. Yeah. I want them to have a better relationship with with myself and with my wife. And once once these things started to sh- take shape in my life, and I started to have an understanding of the freedom that actually I had in God, and that I, that I had longed for my my earthly father to do all of these things, but I was expecting him to be Jesus. Yeah. He's never going to be Jesus, you know. Um, and and I'm not Jesus for my son. The best I can do is is like you had said. I can take all the things that I've learned, and then I can I can be a better father, so they have a so they can start, you know, yeah. further ahead.
1: Yeah. Amen. Amen. And um, so let's talk about the, the process of of God kind of fathering us when it comes to when things aren't right. Mm-hmm. There's, there's things that are not right in us. And the Lord sees it, and we may not see it. Mm-hmm. Our wife probably always sees it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: did, did you talk to her earlier yeah. today?
1: <laughs> but, um, so what, talk to me a little bit about that, like how the Lord has kind of corrected you as a yeah. dad.
0: Wow. Um, well, books could be written on, <laughs> with yeah, examples. Really? Amen. Um, and, and unfortunately... I have made some some big mistakes and some of the ways that the Lord has has corrected me is even through this element of, of fear, I realize now later on that I started to to see my son mimic some of the behaviors that I had when I was younger. And then I realized, wow, that was an area that I thought I was over but I had not fully repented mm. and and that wasn't healed. I was simply neglecting it. And in in the neglect of of the full healing, the deeper healing, that I was actually passing it off, even though I didn't even know it at the time. Mm. And, but God loves us. He disciplines us. I've had, I mean, I've I've had correction and discipline, whether it was words of encouragement uh, from from my wife, and maybe my wife bringing God using uh, my wife's words or the word to me to say, hey, You're you're not actually helping in this situation. You your your attitude is very poor in this regard. Mm -hmm. And and God's voice always affirms us as being children of God in from a loving place, but Mm -hmm. yet it's his discipline. You know, God disciplines those that he loves Mm -hmm. and the discipline is actually a proof that he loves us.
1: Yeah. A lot of people don't get that.
0: Right. And and when we're disciplined, it actually it is it proves that he loves us, and it's his effort to bring us back into the family.
1: Yeah, you know one of the things that I uh, I studied sort of you know kind of went through scripture and tried to study like generational stuff in scripture. And one of the things that I found, and I'm I'm not going to find the verse here, but I I think the phrase of it was. Um, those that things that you whisper in secret will be shouted in the rooftops, mm-hmm. um, but it was actually an old testament reference, and it talked about God was basically saying to the to parents, I see what's going on in secret, and the next generation will shout from the rooftops what <clears throat> you speak in secret. And it was talking about the generational momentum of sin. So, let's say a father or mother sort of like, well, it's not really a big deal, and they kind of slough it off. Well, the thing they sloughed off, the next generation, it becomes a more pronounced, uh, like, foothold of the enemy in -hmm. that generation. And it just keeps on growing strength until somebody along the way says, enough is enough. Yeah. And uh, and a lot of the men and women that come to that point are are deeply involved in God fathering them, Mm -hmm. disciplining them. Unconditionally loving them and doing the hard work, and part of that is getting stretched out of what you are comfortable in. So that's the third area I want to talk to you about: is being yeah. stretched. How has God stretched you um, as a dad, where you feel like He set you up almost?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, it's it's kind of something I want to add into the the discipline side of it too. It's one of the one of the aspects of a fear when somebody is encumbered with fear is they try and then have more control. Mm. So it's, it's just the flip side of it. You try and gain more control, which then the more control you have, the more self-sufficient you think you are and the more self-empowered you think you are and all of these types of things. Well, the, the challenging or stretching side in, in my life has come through pain to mm. so honestly, I wish it was a different story, but it's come through pain. Realizing the that I don't have to control, and then when God challenges me in the things that I, I you know, I, when we think we can control things, it's it's it's, it's mythical. I mean, we can't mm-hmm. control anything. Right. God is all there. Yeah. And I mean, He's given us a certain amount of agency to do things and to act, and He wants us to partner with Him. But yet, you know, in that regard, that was the thing that was challenged. It was control. And then he was like, "Okay, we're we're going to run this out. Can you control this?" And then it would be it would be pain, whether it's um, aspects of my life to where I would honestly get in over my head as a dad. Yeah. To where it's like, control this, control this, and you know, it doesn't take very long as as a parent when you realize you really can't control your kids. Yeah. I mean, I think we've all had we've all had that 2-year-old who's probably gone crazy in a grocery store or Walmart or something and it's like they just kind of go off the rails and do their own thing and we're like, okay, as much as I've disciplined, I did not uh, in that moment I lost control of my son or my daughter. Like yeah. I did not raise them to do that. They're doing their own thing. And so I've had these little instances where I realized, you know what? I not only can I not control my own life, I can't control my kids' lives. So, consequently, it's stretching to give up control. Mm. Mm. And <laughs> and I would love to be able to tell you that this is all resolved in my heart, but this is, again, it's the mm. fear and then control. And one of the things that God has given me is I just have this, I, I do have this deep need to grow. Mm. Um. And to grow in him and I want to be stretched, but yet I have to be careful because part of that stretching is is always God drawing me outside of myself. So uh, really the opposition to the control that God has stretched me through is faith.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is faith. He's wanting me to have faith in him. Mm-hmm. And and every time that I gain control over a situation and then he puts me in a situation that I'm over my head is an opportunity for me to stretch and grow in my faith.
1: Yeah, man, they, so this is, this is like uh 401 level guys and gals. So l- let's just get into this for a second. Um, your faith will be expressed in how open handed you could be with your kids, right? Um, yeah. You know, um, let's say even with their faith and their journey of faith, um, it. it it is a um, it is a real art in working with God and how God even works with us is He did not create rigid structures uh, in us coming to faith. He created circumstances where we chose to come to faith. Mm-hmm. And and as a parent, um, that's difficult because it takes patience. It takes Lord, do you have my kids? And, and I want to speak to the sort of what I've seen, and I've actually been this guy, uh, where you have so much scriptural knowledge, you have a fear-based control brokenness, you marry those two, and now you're, you're being abusive, uh, emotionally abusive, potentially physically abusive, but abusive, um, with this sort of spiritual twist. And, I, and I've seen a lot of men you know kind of machoing their spirituality and when in reality they're taking the bible in broken abusive patterns and marrying that together and abusing their their family under <laughs> in the name of god with all kinds of scripture behind it and and I got to speak to it because it's not god's heart it doesn't draw the heart of the people your wife and your your kids to the lord it is it is just a, a warped evil thing. <laughs> I've seen it, I've lived it, I've lived, I grew up in it, I've been it, and so I recognize it and I need to speak to it because you know, that's just cuz you know a bunch of scripture doesn't mean you're necessarily healed or walking healthy.
0: That's right. <laughs> that's right. And really the core of the core that I've found with that sets somebody up in that situation is just the pride is out of control. Yeah, and it's very much so then they use the the scriptures as a way to bolster their pride.
1: Yeah, and control. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, I it has been it's been such
1: a funny journey as a dad because we, we've got kids that are in their twenties now. And and um, and you know, you just don't realize that the many years of you, you've gotta go after your kid's heart. You've just oh. got to go after the – and and part of going after the heart is them recognizing, oh, you belong to God. Oh, you have a dad. Oh, he's correcting yes. you and loving you and helping you and stretching you. And and when you get into that way with your kids, they can start to relate to you not as the be-all and end-all, but as someone that they could trust because you're a lot like them. <laughs> <And> yes.
0: What, <laughs> yeah and and there's a beautiful element there that they can trust the authority that God has given to us, yeah because we're operating under the authority of him,
1: yeah that's a great way to put it
0: yeah and and it's so it it is the it brings us down to their level. It's like, no, you know we're disciplining you, but God is disciplining me, and I mm. failed, and I'm being stretched, and yet all the while I'm loved unconditionally,
1: yeah yeah what what a joy I I love that there's somebody else in the world that can relate to, you know, dad dadding us or, or God, God, you know, fathering us because uh, that's the only way that I've made it. Yeah. <laughs> and, or my kids have gotten even close to having a halfway decent life <laughs> because of all the, all the, I mean, and I mean that in the, in the, you know, they, their love that, you know, that kind of sense. And so, uh, Chad, thank you so much for coming on, uh, just to give you an opportunity, just to any last words to the listeners, moms or dads and anything else that you feel like would be helpful to share.
0: Yeah. I, I just want to just say, you know, thanks for letting me be on the show today and, um, and lean into this, and I want you to know that, that God loves you, no matter what, what situation that you're in, uh, how, how broken you think you are, how unlovable you may you may feel like you are. I want you to know that there's a God who loves you. Mm-hmm. He's pursuing you. I believe if you're listening to this, it's proof of that. And, and as God is, is reaching out His, His loving arms to you, just respond with openness back. And let me tell you, your life is going to get better. You're going to experience love and acceptance and approval from Him. I've lived it. Troy's lived it, and by the power of God, you can live it too.
1: Yeah, just yeah, listeners. You got two two people in your corner. Everybody else might think you're beyond hope, but Chad and I are in your corner. We we have lived and know that God can transform any man or woman, and you can become an amazing, amazing mom or dad uh, with God's help. And so, reach out to us at. Uh, a new kind of man on Instagram or yep. uh, the kindling fire and we'll do what we can to, to help you out. Yep.
0: Thanks for coming on Chad. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I've enjoyed it.
1: Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want more information on the kindling fire, go to our website, thekindlingfire.com. There you can learn how you can join the Fire Starters. That is a community that I'm sending free e-courses, Bible devotionals. We're doing special challenges to really help you guys move towards the dreams that God has placed in you. I'm also on Instagram at the Kindling Fire, and as always, be awesome.